Well, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Love in Your Life podcast. I am Dola, your host. Today I wanted to talk about a subject, uh, you know, it's it's related to everything we've been talking about, passion at work and all of that, of course. Um, but, you know, I'm constantly looking up more material to share with people who are listening. And I've been getting queries about meaningful work and how do you know that everybody has such a thing and, you know, kind of questions related around how do you know you're doing meaningful work, which is kind of a funny question because I always thought that that was pretty easy to tell. Like, are you um, feeling at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, first of all, excited about going in to do your work? And then coming out, you feel a sense of accomplishment and connection to the work that you do. You know, that's kind of the simple measure of whether or not you are engaged in meaningful work. But there is such a thing as the work might be meaningful, but the culture or the dynamics within the company that you're working for may not be such that you could enjoy or feel as though you are engaged in a way that makes you feel fulfilled. So you could like the work, you could love the work, but you might hate where you're doing the work, and that's not good. (laughs) So um, it turns out that, uh, you know, I've been, I listen to country Western music for for the lyrics uh, predominantly. I mean, I like, I like everything about it, but mainly I like the lyrics and I find that they're very, you know, meaningful to life. And if you listen to them about love and life and um, all those kinds of things, it really does uh, resonate with with you. Um, you know, you get you get sort of that feeling that uh, you identify with the, the the lyrics of the songs. It's like you you're not really sure that everybody anybody else feels the way you feel until you hear it in somebody else or you you know, um, you know, hear it in the lyrics of a song. And then you say, well, that person certainly knows how I feel. Um, but I, I was listening to um, a, a, um, a song by Jim Collins. Um, and I, I wrote the words down. It says when you when and he was talking about deeply passionate work. And he said, when what you are deeply passionate about, what you can be best in the world at, and what drives your economic engine come together, not only does your work move toward greatness, but so does your life. That's what we talk about on the show. For in the end, he says, it is impossible to have a great life unless it is a meaningful life. Again, our show. (laughs) And it is very difficult to have a meaningful life without meaningful work. Perhaps then, he continues, you might gain that rare tranquility that comes from knowing that you've had a hand in creating something of intrinsic excellence that makes a contribution. Indeed, you might even gain that deepest of all satisfactions, knowing that your short time here on this earth has been well spent and that it mattered. I wrote the book, um, It Is All About You, saying those same Uh, relaying those same sentiments in the book that it is a meaningful life is really truly up to you it's it's about the choices that you make it's about um not what happens but how you um how you respond to what happens 
and hopefully you wouldn't be reacting to what happens because again, um, responsiveness is a much more positive uh, way to um, engage in the world than reactivity, which, um, you know, again, that involves um, some modicum of need to increase the level of emotional intelligence um, if you're constantly reacting. Because remember, emotions are driving our behavior, performance, and decision-making. And if those things are governed by unconsciousness, you know, with repressed thoughts and, um, you know, denial, um, you know, a, 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 a type of denial within ourselves. I don't want to face that, so I'll just pretend it's not there. Or even justification or rationalization, um, making ourselves feel better, but really inside we know that it's not so true. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't ring true inside. And so, when our inside um, belies what our outside is trying to say, it's really the inside that's that's going to drive um, our emotions and then uh, our performance and behavior and decision making. So, um, you know, if if you feel that you have work. Uh, that is worth doing. Uh, if if you're fortunate enough to have work that's work that that is worth doing, then um, you are one of the people who are considered a fortunate. And I find that a little bit sad because I think it it sort of conveys the idea that fortune, lucky, you know, being lucky, uh, is just you know, it's kind of the luck of the draw. Do Did you get, you know, work that you, that excites you and that resonates with you and that you feel is meaningful at the end of the day? Or are you one of us, you know, the, the majority of us that goes in and just does a job and is disconnected from it? Now, there is a responsibility on the part of, and I inferred that when I started, on the part of the organization and its leadership to uh, engage us properly and to uh, discover in us, in our unique selves, uh, what makes sense for us to do within that organization and are we connected to the mission. So they need to convey that mission and they need to be authentic about the mission, right? Um, Because it's important for us to know that there is a, there is a connection between what we do, what it does for our small little world, and then ultimately the big world, which is the really uh, great thing. Um, but you know, if, if it means something to a person personally, that's the first step. When people take ownership of the work, they're more committed to it. That's obviously, you know what happens as a result of being connected to the work and, 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 and the work meaning something to them. They, they are much more intrinsically motivated as opposed to extrinsically motivated by money. And some leaders think, oh, I'll just pay them enough and they'll just stay. And that sometimes is true because we get you know caught up in a rut and we can't go elsewhere unless we get at least, you know, get paid at least as much as the job that we didn't like so much. Uh, that's that's a real lure for us as humans. You know, we want the most we can possibly have because we we start to develop a lifestyle and we want to, you know, uh, maintain that lifestyle. So, um, you know, does does that motivation though sustain us? And it doesn't sustain us, nor does it sustain the organization because we are not happy, and therefore we are not performing at our optimal best. So. 
people's work lives are enriched greatly when they feel that they're making progress on work that is meaningful. When they feel like they're making a difference in the world, that's the bigger, you know, the bigger message is, do you feel that it's not only good for the organization, you know, functioning and being a healthy organization, but you have a sense of ownership um, that means something to you and the mission of the organization. And it is incumbent on the leadership to convey that mission and to be consistent and authentic about that mission and not deviate from it or have leadership that is inconsistent with, um, you know, the culture of what the organization stands for, the mission, you know, the mission. So sometimes the mission statements of some companies will, um, you know, not resonate with us because they focus on things like shareholder value and, um, you know, marketplace competitiveness or, you know, um, keeping afloat or, you know, things that are really not inspirational to us personally. So um, when, when, when there are studies that are conducted on employee engagement, they talk about uh, things like initially they need to have um, a working as a part of a you know well-functioning, respected team or an organization that has positive impact on either customers or contributing to a country or a community. Um, and 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 more broadly, like I said, if they're is a way to um, measure the contribution to serving society or the, the, you know, the world at large, helping people around the world, such as, you know, not-for-profits oftentimes um, with respect to animals or, you know, you know, hungry children or things like that. Employees will be most strongly engaged in their work when they perceive it as serving those kinds of goals that is meaningful to people in general, okay? So, um, you know, there are very specifics within those uh, general parameters, but because each of us is different and we each of, you know, each of us has a real passion about something. And again, if you feel like, no, I don't, I'm not connected to anything that passionate, then I, I, I ask you to really, really find that within you because you do have something that you care about deeply. I was doing my presentation here at my home on September 12th and I said, well, you know, I would like to continue the work of helping young people uh, pursue the optimal career path for their, you know, their specific unique selves, their personality style, their preferences, their interest level, their gifts, their talents, and their passions, right? I would like to do that. But if it comes to pass that I get the message clearly that, you know, that's not where I'm going to serve the best, then I'm going to pursue what my real passion is. And I know that sounds disconnected, but it's really not. It's I have a lot of passions. That's probably what it is. But I, I think, uh, you know, one of my passions is animals and pets and just animals in general. I just think that they are, you know, they are the reminder that God is real. <laughs> they are closer to God than I think most, most of us are, but, um, you know, they show us how to be present. They show us how to be real. They, they, um, demonstrate to us every single day how to be present, how to, how to really have that piece of, um, 
nowness that we all sometimes forget, you know. And uh, and hungry children, that was my other passion. And I, I guess I said a couple of times that I can't believe that there are, are children that go to bed um, in these United States particularly hungry. It's hard for me to believe that with all um, the excess that exists in the United States and in the world, of course, but um, I'm more specifically, you know, uh, focused on the United States. So um, the mission statements of, of corporations are very uh, important, but they do happen to oftentimes, um, you know, just pay lip service to, to things that aren't lived every day by the leadership of the organization. And I think they say walking the talk. I think that that's what we need to ensure is that does this corporation, when we're evaluating whether or not we want to work and be associated with a particular organization, ask yourself, does this organization walk the talk of what they say they stand for? Um, you know, do they support employees, um, you know, ability to reach meaningful goals, not only to a corporation, but to the individual? Do they do that? Um, you know, Leaders at all levels need to respect employees and, and strive to have them, to give them the autonomy, the, the help, the resources, and the time to do their work. Um, and another, uh, another, you know, just example of that is, um, you know, the recent uh, program on TV that's called uh, New Amsterdam. This uh, man who's running, uh, the, who's, who's the head administrator of, the, of a hospital is trying to do that. And he asks all his employees, um, you know, what do you need? You know, how can I help? And that's the kind of, uh, you know, demonstration that I'd like to see in leadership is, you know, if you really truly believe that in what I just said, that employees need to be engaged and it is your job to ensure that they are, then uh, do you check in with them on a regular basis? Um, so this is for leaders as well as, you know, all of us working for those people. Um, but that's very important. So I guess I started out by talking about Jim uh, Collins's um, quote, because I, I know that you know, if you listen to enough um, uh, country western lyrics, you'll find everyday life in them, and that's probably why I'm drawn in so often, because I I am you know so taken in by lyrics. They tend to tell the truth about life. They tend tend to be inspirational words from artists that are getting this you know somehow communicated to them, and so therefore they are communicating to us. And that's probably why we have so many music lovers in the world, because we connect to their um, their inspiration. They're, they are often very inspired uh, people on the planet. So, other, uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, I wish you well uh, today, and I thank you for listening again. I hope you got something out of it. And um, until next week. This is Dola with Love in Your Life podcast. It is the only way to live personally and professionally. Thank you for listening for now. Bye-bye.